Welcome. This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. How many of us have ever heard our children that are below five years old talk about their parents? You've ever had a child that is below five years old talk about their parents? Let me see your hand. What do they say about them? You're the best dad in the world. You're the best mom in the world. You can do everything and what? Anything. If you tell them you will buy them a plane as you are going to work, would they be expecting the plane when they are coming back? Why? They believe you. They trust you. They trust the fact that once you have spoken it, you would what? Do it. Are you with me? They trust you absolutely. In fact, if you want to cause a fight, eh, tell them your mom will not come back with that airplane and see what will happen. They will fight you and why? Because they have that absolute, there is no altar of doubt. Are you with me? Now listen and listen good. When you seek God and you walk with God, you depend less on yourself and more on God. And you see that's the problem with us as Christians and as human beings, we have grown wise to the extent that we have relegated God to the background. But you see, the Bible says if anyone, and we read it last week in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says what? Without faith, without that childlike faith, it's what? Impossible to please God. Because if you must walk with God, if you must come to God, if you must walk with Him, you must believe that God is, first of all. Are you following me? You must believe, and that's where that phrase came out from that faith is absolute trust in whom God is. Are you following me? And then you must also believe he's a rewarder of those who what seek him. And that's where the trust in God's ability comes in. Like I said last week, some of us want to twist it the other way around. We want to believe, oh God, you're a rewarder of everyone who seeks you. So the first thing we do, we come to God and we are asking of him rather than getting to know who he is. Are you following me? The truth about life and the truth about a lot of the times our walk with God is 
is that we want to collect from God before we get to know Him. So before you come to acts of God, get to know Him. Get to know Him. Today we're going to continue from where we stopped last week. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Romans 10, 17 says it says so then faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing what? Hearing what? Hearing what? How many of us have ever watched a horror movie? you've watched a very horror movie let me see your hands up okay how many people had nightmares afterwards only a few okay but it's been proven that if you continually watch horror movies after a while you'll be very predisposed to fear there are certain things that will startle you. Your mind will begin to work almost the same way you have watched in those movies. Are you with me? The same way fear comes by the things that you expose yourself to, faith also comes by hearing God's word. In fact, there are three things I'm going to explain today on how faith comes and how we increase our faith. Praise the Lord. The Bible says it very clearly in Romans 10 verse 17. And the first way is that faith comes by hearing God's word. Faith comes by you listening to what we call the word of God spoken in an act of faith. Are you, are you with me? A simple example we would see in Acts 14, verse 7 to 10. The Bible talked there about Paul preaching in Lystra. I, 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 I read this last week. And Paul was speaking. The Bible says as Paul was speaking, there was a man who was crippled from birth. This man already 20-something, meaning for over 20-something years of his life, or 30-something, or 40-something, has never walked. He's been carried everywhere he goes. And the Bible says Paul was simply speaking about the gospel. He was talking about Jesus and the fact that Jesus died, Jesus rose again for our justification. And the fact that the love of Christ compels everyone to come to faith. And he made them understand that through Jesus, the sick 
if you have been bound or oppressed by the devil, guess what? You can be free. Are you with me? And as Paul kept talking and talking, the Bible says this man kept hearing. And as he was hearing, the Bible says fate stirred up in his heart. Fate stirred up where? In this man's heart. This man has never walked. But when he started hearing about God and the power of God, guess what? He said to himself, "Ah, that means this same Jesus can heal me. This same Jesus has the power to make me what? Walk. And immediately, the Bible says, he, out of everybody that was there, kept, he just kept his focus on what Paul was saying. And faith was what? Stirred up in his heart. And as faith was stirred up in his heart, Paul saw it. And when Paul saw it, Paul said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And all the man did, in fact, without assistance, the Bible says, the man with that faith stirred up in him already, he already saw himself walking. The man did what? The Bible says he jumped up by himself. Why? He believed that if Jesus could do it for several people in the past, if it's the same Jesus who prayed for Lazarus after three days and Lazarus stood up, what could happen to him? The same Jesus could make him whole. Are you following me this morning? That same Jesus could what? Make him whole. And so he leaped. And as he leaped, what happened? The Bible says, strength came to his legs. As he leaped up, he didn't go down. Are you with me this morning? As he leaped up, he stood and took the next step. And the next step. And the next step. So let me tell you the same way faith is stirred up in your heart when you listen to God's word. When during the week, rather than hearing how bad things are with this nation, listen to things that will edify your spirit. Listen to music or to messages or to words that would what? Edify your spirit. That would build faith in you concerning the challenge you're going through. Ask your neighbor, what are you going through? Say, neighbor, what are you going through? Help me turn to the other person. Ask them, neighbor, what are you going through? Is it new? Is there anyone here that can tell me something new under the sun that you're going through? Guess what? Nobody can. 
Because even the Bible says, everything we go through is what? Is common to man. It means that if you are experiencing it, God has solved it for someone else before. Are you with me? If you're going through it, it means someone else has already gone through it and has what? Overcome it. So yours cannot be anything different. So what do you do? Trust in God's ability to take you through. Are you with me? Trust in God's what? Ability to take you through. Number two, the second way we listen or we hear or we build faith by hearing God's word is by meditating. Joshua 1 8. He says, This book of the law shall not what? Depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt what? Meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and you shall have what? Good success. This is what it means. It simply means when you study God's word, recite it back to yourself. That's how to meditate. Recite it back to whom? Recite it back to whom? Recite it back to whom? Recite it back to yourself. Tell yourself, this is who I am in Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I cannot be sick. Sickness is not in my body. The Bible says, he was made sick that I may be healed. By his stripes, I am what? I am healed. Now, because he took sickness and diseases and nailed it to the cross, I am what? I am healed. And when you're reciting it back to yourself, begin to speak in tongues about it. The Bible says in Jude 20, it says, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? As you're reciting that word back to yourself, you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. You begin to stir up the faith and the Spirit of God from your inside. Guess what? Before you know it, faith has been stirred up on your inside. And when there is a stirring in your inside, a stirring leads to movement. Are you with me? Your stirring always leads to what? Remember the, the scenario I mentioned the last time about the crippled? When faith was stirred on his inside, what happened to him? He leaped up. He moved. He took a step. He took a step forward. And what happened to him? His legs were restored. When you are reciting God's word back to yourself and you're praying in the Holy Spirit about that situation, guess what will happen to you? God would give you the direction and the next step to take. That's how faith works. God would do what? Give you the next step you need to take. 
Because faith doesn't stop at belief. Are you with me? Faith does not stop at what? Believe. Faith is stirred up on your inside to, for you to do what? To take the next step. And that's why it's called a step of faith. So, for example, if you're praying and you're thanking God, I, Lord, sickness and disease cannot stay in my body. I am healed of the Lord. The Lord has healed me. By his stripes, I was healed. Guess what happens to you? As you begin to pray in your spirit, you're praying and telling yourself, you are hearing these things. And as faith is being stirred up on your inside, guess what? Instead of lying down, you stand up. You stand up and you go and eat some food. And you tell yourself, I am healed of the Lord. And let me tell you, the symptoms would disappear. The sickness would disappear. The ailment would what? Disappear. Why? Because faith was stirred up on your inside and you took the step of faith. Hallelujah. 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 A lot of the time, some of us blame God for our lack of faith. There are some of us who actually blame God when we don't have faith. And you see, the problem with Christians is this. When you blame God because you don't have faith, do you know what happens to you? Envy takes over. Envy takes over. And so rather than stirring up faith on your inside and taking the next step of faith to do what God wants you to do, you begin to envy, ah, this brother Amma, not only in God they bless self. Then you say, ah, see Sister Rachel. See, see how things are going for her. Hmm? God, wow. We're also your children. Yes. We're also your children. And before you know it, you know what happens? Envy matures and the root of bitterness is sown. And so for no just cause or just reason, you start staying away from others. In fact, that church, I'm not going there again. They'll just be making someone look as if we are not serving the same God. Are you with me? While the enemy is planting those thoughts in your mind, others are exercising faith and God is blessing them. Help me turn to your neighbor. Say neighbor. Say neighbor. Exercise faith. Build up faith on your inside. Stare up faith from your inside. Hallelujah. And the third thing, the third most very important thing we must do is that when we 
begin to take that those steps of faith and see the re, and see the results we must not draw back are you hearing me you cannot draw back it's why the bible says he said if any draws back my soul would what have no pleasure in him he says what i read the scripture last week he says what the just shall what live by faith he says now the just shall what are you with me look we don't have a choice there's no option here i hope you're with me there's no option here we must live by faith you cannot start in faith and finish in the flesh are you with me and that's why the bible says there is now therefore in romans 8 1 there is now therefore no condemnation to those who are what in christ jesus that walk after the spirit and not what after the flesh you cannot start with god and then think you know how to do it better The Bible says, if you draw back from faith, God says, my soul shall have no pleasure in you. It means if you draw back from faith, if you draw back from the walk of faith, God says, he's not interested in you. It's that serious. Brothers and sisters, it means that every day of our lives, we must Walk by faith. Are you with me? You must tear up faith from your inside. You must speak those things that God has said about you back to yourself. When it looks as if things are difficult, what does the Bible say about you? It says when there's a casting down in the country, you would say what? That's why I don't walk by the economy of Nigeria. Are you with me? Even with this cash crunch, guess what? I have stayed months without having cash in my hand. But guess what? I lack nothing. I lack nothing. Everything I want to do is sorted out. The day I want to buy things, as I bring out my POS, guess what? The POS works because of me. Yes. On Friday, I went to the station to buy fuel. And, you know, as I got there, cars were just parked everywhere. And people were etter-skatter. And, you know, you have to go online to use the POS. As I just got there, I just parked my car. I went to the nearest POS. I was the second person. As I, Funny enough, I didn't know I was the second person because that POS was not working. Yes, I just go and I just collected it. I, I met actually two elderly people before me. So I collected the first person card. I slotted it. Pam, 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 pam. I helped the person. It paid. 
They were shocked. I did the second one. The person was shocked. The next thing I said, please, I'll do my own next. As I did mine, the next guy behind me said, oh God, please, I said, you go stay small because now your hand, this thing, they work. And I did it and I left and I went to buy my foil and I drove out. Guess what? I drove out in less than five minutes. There were people who had been there for more than 30 minutes struggling with POS. Look, until you understand that your life is different and when you handle things, faith works for you, you will live like every other person. The Bible says it in Psalms. It says, look, ye are gods. Ye are the sons of the Most High. But many of you die like men, men. Because you don't know. Because you don't understand that you carry God on your inside. Are you with me? Look, when you hear God's word or you're speaking to yourself or you're praying... What you're doing, you're stirring up the spirit of God on your inside. The spirit of God is like a tornado when it moves. When a tornado moves, what stays? Houses, cars, everything does what? Moves with it. That's the spirit that you carry. That's the faith that's on your inside. The Bible says God has given to everybody what a measure of faith. Every one of you have it. But it can remain like a mustard seed. I said this last week in some of you. And for some of you, it will become a tornado that moves everything in its path. Are you with me? But who determines how your faith goes is who? Is you. Tell me, turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, now you. Now you. Praise the Lord. The third very important thing, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 to 14 says, it says, for when, for when, for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that what? Somebody teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. This word, this scripture Paul is talking about, please, I want you to underline it in your Bibles. Because he's talking to many of us. He says, for when you are supposed to be teaching others this faith, you can't even exercise your faith for anything. And he's asking you why. Why? He says, for when you ought to be teachers... Meaning you ought to live by faith on a daily basis such that you are able to teach others that are coming how to walk by faith. He says you yourself don't even know how to. And the reason is simply because you don't put your faith to work. 
You don't exercise it. You don't put it to work every day. So guess what? It becomes dormant. You start running from pillar to post. Hey, this is here. Oh, that is there. Oh, this is happening. Oh, that is happening. And look, the devil is making a mess meat out of you. Simply because you are not exercising the faith God has given you. Help me tell your neighbors again. Say, neighbor, the just shall live by faith. You shall live by faith. You have to live by faith. Stop being like people who want to see everything. Stop being like Thomas. We call him the doubting Thomas simply because he was the only disciple that said, look, no matter what you tell me until I what? See him and put my hands, I will not believe. What happened to him? When Jesus showed up, Jesus said, Thomas, you believe because you have seen. But he talked about people like me. I don't know about you, but Jesus talked about me that day. He told Thomas this. He said, look, he said, blessed are those that have not seen, but yet believe. I don't know if that's you, but that's me. I don't have to see to believe. I believe God for everything and in anything. Are you with me? I believe God that look, as I take a step of faith, this situation changes. Others might be experiencing it this way. But as long as I step in, it changes because I carry God on my inside. And I'm not dependent on my ability. I'm dependent on whom? God's ability. So my faith is not in me. My faith is not in what I can do. My faith is in God's ability. Is there anything too hard for God? I'm asking you again. Is there anything... Too hard for God to do. Nothing. Nothing. And because there is nothing too hard for God, guess what? God always shows up because of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must learn to exercise your faith in Christ Jesus. Because it's with exercising that faith... That your faith grows. When you exercise your faith on something, guess what? The next day, you have faith for something bigger. The Bible says, whoever shall believe in his heart, Mark eleven twenty three, and shall not doubt. Once you say to this mountain or to this challenge, be moved. Guess what will happen? It would move. It moves not because it's respective 
or it respects you as a person. It moves because of who you carry. It moves because of the ability God has given you. It moves because of God. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass, but not one jot of my word will fall to the ground. Are you with me? Are you with me? We have to grow past running heter scatter and we have to start utilizing our faith in everything. Walking by faith. Trusting God and in God absolutely. In God's ability. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 4, it says, For who so whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even what? Our faith. Our faith overcomes the world. Do not allow life or the world put you in one corner where you become miserable. Do not allow life slap you and push you to the extent where you become desperate. Choose to walk by faith. Choose to be different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to round off with this story in Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14, there was a story about Jesus and Peter. From verse 25, the Bible says, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a spirit. And they cried out for what? For fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be what? Be what? Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not be afraid. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if truly it is you, speak to me. Tell me to come on the water. And he said, What? What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? Come. <laughs> come. That was a word of faith. He said, come. And you see, when Jesus spoke to Peter, come, that faith resonated in Peter's heart. What did Peter do? Peter actually came because he climbed down from the boat and put his leg on the water. And when he put his leg, ah, ah, he said, ah, ah, yes, this is how we do it. And he was walking. He was walking. Faith was stirred up on his inside. He was walking. And you see, I want to buttress Hebrews 10.38 very clearly to you. Peter was what? He was walking. He was walking. He was exercising faith. He was walking. But when Peter looked back, 
and looked at her. What happened to Peter? My guy would have drowned and Jesus wouldn't have done anything. I hope you know that. That's why the Bible says, if you draw back from faith, my soul shall what? Have no pleasure in you. As long as your eyes is fixed on the things happening around, as long as you are not able to look straight in the face of what you are going through and tell that thing that I believe in God and I know I can overcome this, guess what? You begin to sink. You begin to drown. You begin to hear how impossible it is. You begin to internalize, Lord, several people have tried it. They all failed. Oh, this thing, it's not possible. You can't do it. Then you begin to see how much your frailty is. How much your inadequacy is. How much is in your bank account. Are you with me? You begin to focus only on those things. And let me tell you, as long as you focus on those things, you will die in it. God will not help you. Yes, because you are not walking by faith. If you draw back, God doesn't have pleasure in you. And so Peter was drowning until he remembered, ah, Jesus is there, and he cried out for help. Are you with me? If you're in that position today where your eyes is so fixed on everything around you and it looks like you're overwhelmed, this is the time to cry to God for help. Are you with me? It's time to cry to whom? To God for what? For help. And there's no one who cries to God for help. That God abandons. When you cry to God for help, He helps you. And do you know where He helps you back to? He helps you back to a status of faith. Are you with me? Because when He helped Peter, He drew him up, and they both walked back to the boat. He draws you and helps you back to a status of faith. Because guess what? You must live by faith. Help me tell yourself now that I live by faith. I will walk by faith. I refuse to look at the things around me. I choose to walk by faith. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your 
own understanding. Trust in the Lord. Trust in Him. Ask Him. Ask Him for help. Ask Him for direction. His direction would always lead you to walk by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will not lead you amiss. His directions would always lead you to do what? To walk by faith. I want everyone to stand up this morning. And I want you to open to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. We're going to say this together as we round off and as we close this morning. One, two, three, go. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Again. 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 This time tell it to your neighbor. I walk by faith and not by sight. 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 Just lift up your hands and give God praise in the house. Thank him because you walk by faith. You're a child of God. You walk by faith. You do not walk by the things around you. You don't walk by the things that you see. You don't walk by the things people are saying. You don't walk by the dictates of how things are going. You walk by faith. You walk by faith. You take steps of faith. You walk by faith. Father, we thank We give you praise because we know that you are our father. In the beginning when you introduced yourself, you walked by faith. And you said the just shall live by faith. Father, we speak faith into every situation this morning. And we say it is done. In the name of Jesus. Where people have so been overwhelmed and taken over. We ask that faith be stirred up from their inside. In the name of Jesus. We thank you because we would trust in your ability. Because we know you cannot fail. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. Amen. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.